In this week's episode, we will discuss developing your creative muscle. We will also touch on Josh's new book project. So grab your cup of coffee and join us around the table for the one on developing your creative side. Welcome to Coffee and Combos. My name is Josh. As always, I am joined by my lovely, my amazing, gorgeous wife, Becca. Hey. So, Becca, how are you? I am doing wonderful. It has been a full and fast week, I feel like. Um, Last week was a breeze. Uh, My sister was in town, and so we were just soaking up the last few days of her being here, and that was really exciting. If you haven't heard um, our last podcast episode, uh, she's actually featured in it. And it's a really, really awesome episode on Church Hurt. So I encourage you to go back and listen. But yeah, overall, it's it's been great. I fly to Florida next week uh, for a quick little trip. And um, so yeah, pounding out some of the last projects before, before I head on the plane again. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's been cool to like for you to be able to travel like you have been, and um, yeah, it's just it's cool that yeah, we get to kind of live that season. life right now. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I, I agree. Kim, Kim being here was so awesome. Uh, if you haven't had a chance to go back and listen to that episode on church hurt, definitely encourage you uh, share it with a friend, uh, especially if you know maybe they're in a season of hurting. Um, and it was just cool to have her on the podcast. Yeah. So. Hopefully, Hopefully many more. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely many more. Uh, well, we uh, we have we've been drinking a lot of coffee lately. Yeah, I feel like trying different ones, been to different shops. Um, especially while Kim was here, we got to try um, all kinds of new coffee. Square One, which is one of our favorite uh, roasters and coffee shops here in uh, Lancaster, has their fall drinks out, and they were yummy. Uh, mm-hmm. I you know it's hard when it comes to like pumpkin spice. I feel like I've tried so many. I don't, it's hard to like distinguish what's the best. I can definitely say though, theirs was homemade, which I always appreciate. Yeah. And there's like the perfect level of sweetness, not too like, some of them are too earthy Mm -hmm. almost kind of. So theirs definitely wasn't. Um, But tonight um, I'm sipping on some Symmetry coffee actually. So um, Symmetry Roasters uh, from Ted Lynn. When I was in South Carolina, he gave us uh, a bag of uh, freshly roasted coffee that he did, and uh, as well as uh, some wine, some homemade wine, which was yeah. super exciting. Yeah. Um, so him and Sherry um, are living their best lives. They're in South Carolina making wine at home, and hey, uh, they made us a blueberry wine, and it was insane. Oh, oh gosh, it was so good. It was so good. It was like the perfect blend of like sweet and dry. Yeah. Um, really, really yummy. And even the Merlot, which normally is like a drier, not sweet wine, it was it was tasty. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So um, next week, I'm I'm really excited. Becca actually won't be on this episode next week, um, which is always kind of sad for me. But we, we had an interview planned with a gentleman by the name of Jonathan Bornman. And um, just this incredible guy in our church. He, man, I, there's so much to say about him. He holds degrees, incredibly intelligent, super humble, just kind man. Uh, and he's actually in the process of um, like finishing up his documentary called Unexpected Peace. So he, they just fi- finished filming it. 
And so now it's in the kind of post-production process and hopefully early 2023 it'll launch. So I thought it would be amazing for you guys to hear Jonathan's story, who he is, what the film is about. This film absolutely wrecked me. Um, Just the first 12 minutes of it that he shared with everyone. Um, Honestly, 12 minutes changed my entire perspective on the Israel and Palestine war um, and just gave me a better understanding of how we go about having peace and making peace. And so really, really pumped for next week's episode. Um, But this week we wanted to kind of share some exciting news um, Mm -hmm. and also just take time to maybe talk on uh, something. You know, the cool thing about this podcast is we've had a lot of creatives on this Mm -hmm. podcast. And um, in a sense, this is a creative work. Like podcasting is a form of art. Um, It is uh, definitely a creative endeavor. Like when we think about these episodes and, you know, the things that go into this episode, our Instagram uh, feed, like it very much is this kind of um, artist's like scape where we can just design and and make things come to life. But when I was in Greenville, uh, the preacher's school, one of the really neat things that we were able to do. So like, I think it was the second day I was there, they like we ended one of the main sessions, which was powerful. It was awesome. And then um, this lady got up, and I, I'm so sorry, I'm forgetting her name right now, but she, just a phenomenal uh, speaker, but she's also a poet. She's um, She gives spoken words. So she challenged all the pastors in the room to basically write a poem or a song mm-hmm. um, on three different prompts that she had given us. And so uh, clearly I got incredibly nervous. I, I like remember, I think it was seventh grade, taking the English class and the teacher was talking on Alan Poe. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this is brilliant, but, but I could never do this. Like mm-hmm. I can't write poetry. Mm-hmm. And so all these years, like I've always, and Becca can attest to this. Like I've always kind of put myself down in a way of like saying I wasn't creative. I'm just not set to be a creative. Like I have friends who true. are so talented in so many different ways. And so I just like got super scared as she was like, begin to write. And I'll just never forget. I said, Jesus, I need your help. And I put my pen to the paper and words started coming. And yeah. within five minutes, I had a full length poem. Mm-hmm. And then she asked, would anyone like to share? And for whatever reason, my hand shot up. I don't know why. It's like, this poem probably sucks. And I went to the front of the room and I just let it overflow from my heart. And, um, Everyone in the room was just, it was like very quiet, which I was like, oh crap, must have sucked. And then they just like started clapping and applauding and just thanked me for like my honesty and my realness and the words that came from it. And so like from there, I was like, well, maybe I'm like actually do have a creative side that I just don't know about. And so I got back to the hotel at night, started praying, asking the Holy Spirit, like, give me something. I need, like, if this is from you, Lord, I want this something more, like give me more of it. And all of a sudden this book idea came forth and I've always wanted to write a book, but I kind of was like, oh man, I'm gonna have to get like a ghostwriter to help me write this mm-hmm. because uh, number one, if you guys know me personally, I'm not always the best with grammar and words. And, um, and so, yeah, we, like I started like dreaming with God about this book and he said, I want you to write your story Um the really dark parts of your story from the moment you were a little boy to the dark parts to falling away from me and then finding your way back home. 
And, um, and so this book idea came forth and I was like, wow, I've never heard of someone writing, um, like their spiritual journey in the form of poetry. And so I just was like, all right, I'm going to do this and formulated the chapters I wanted. Um, so it's not going to be a super long book. I think right now, uh, I've decided in on 45 chapters. So it'd be about 75 to 80 page book, Mm -hmm. which feels incredibly daunting. Um, and writing these poems, honestly, um, almost halfway through the book right now. Mm. And it's been so therapeutic and just like, came described to you. Like as I'm right, especially maybe the darker parts of my story with sexual abuse and attempted suicide and depression. As I'm writing these, these real things that happen to me, like everything in this book is real. A hundred percent happened to me. Um, I honestly, I was a little scared, honestly, writing some of it. I'm like, yeah you know, should I let people know this side of me? And I just remember like the father saying like, don't, don't keep allowing shame to restrict my glory through your story. Hmm. And so, yeah, uh, Huga is uh, the name of the book. It's a Danish word that means uh, to be comforted or cozy. Uh, it's a kind of a funny, it's not translated in English. So uh, the the title of the book will be Huga, A Poetic Journey Home. And um, really pumped. I'm hoping to release it maybe by the end of December, uh, early January. And uh, once I finish writing it, then I'll go into the editing phase. And really pumped on this project. Um, not only to have Becca on it with me, helping me in different creative ways, but uh, one of my really close friends, Easton, helped design the main graphic on the front of the book. Um, he hand drew it. It's amazing. And then uh, my best friend, Isai Pen Cruz, is going to be writing the foreword in it. So just some really cool, like it's cool to have friends involved mm-hmm. uh, in it too. And so, yeah, I just, again, like, the finding your creative voice, um, pastor Carl, our pastor here, he, he said this to me, he said, Josh, you, you know, you said that you weren't creative. He said, but all these years as a pastor, you actually have been creative because you create sermons. Mm-hmm. And he's like, that's creative. And he said, so like, yes, it might not be, uh, drawing something or making music or even writing poetry until now, but you have been creative. And mm-hmm. I just like thought about that for the last uh, a couple days and I just been like thinking, you know, for our listeners that are listening, um, you might be thinking to yourself like I was like, man, you're, I'm not creative. Like, what do I create? Can I just encourage you? Like y- you create something like mm-hmm. all of us as humans, actually everywhere we go, we create culture around us by the atmosphere that lives in us, whether that's a good atmosphere, a bad atmosphere. So that in itself is creation. Um, one of the things that really just like God showed me is like you yourself are a creation. Mm-hmm. Like think about this. Like if you can think of an artist painting the most beautiful portrait, that's what God did with each one of us. Like he painted these beautiful masterpieces. And so like, y- even if you never create anything, you yourself are a creation. Yeah. Um, and I just believe everyone has a creative side, no matter what that is. I mean, for example, Becca, and I'll let her share on this. Um, Cause she is a creative, like she is amazing with, photos and videos and creating graphics and with words and just making things like that seem very dull come to life. Like I'm blown away by, you think of like a hotel management company, you're like, that's so boring. Not in her world. Like she makes that thing come alive. She makes it so cool. Like the videos that she creates. And so like, yeah, I just think one of the ways you find your creative voice is first 
pausing and just saying to yourself, like, I am creative. Yeah. And I can create. And then if you're a Christian, if you're listening to this and, you know, you're a believer, then asking the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit revealed to me like he did with me. Like it was challenging, y'all. Like I'll, there's, I'll never forget though. There's like three or four pastors around me and they're like, this is the craziest thing I've ever done. I've never written poetry. <laughs> and so like one little act unlocked this entire side. And so like now I have all these book ideas for future books that are just coming forth in me. And I believe there's going to be other creative sides as well. But babe, would you share maybe just like, cause being a creative yourself, like what is, how did you find your creative voice? What is like being creative look like? So I think for me, um, I mean, growing up, like I always wanted to grow up to be an artist. Like as a little girl, I loved to paint and draw. Um, I would take long, um, I would take these really long like art classes mm. and I would work with people who were so much better than I was. Um, and I would just learn from them. And um, I know for like drawing as a technique, um, something that my art teacher taught me and it changed. I feel like my whole world when it came to drawing, especially when you're looking at drawing like realistic is to sometimes take whatever it is that you're trying to, maybe if you're copying something or trying to draw from it, flipping it over or like changing almost your perspective of what it is instead of looking at as like an entirety, mm. just breaking it down to lines and curves and shapes mm. and like begin to build um, your drawing based on that. And that like changed my whole world in like legitimate like drawing. But I think um, I've just always sort of had that creative mindset. Um, I just loved to make things beautiful yeah. and wasn't always very good at it. <laughs> Sometimes it was, you know, it was a lot of learning and growing. And um, I'm grateful that it it's cool because I did actually get to grow up to be what I always wanted to be. Yeah. Um, even though I'm a communicate, you know, communications manager is my title. Like I get to create every single day. And so sometimes that's flyers. Sometimes it's graphics. Sometimes it's videos, um, editing, like all sorts of things. I get to create every single day, um, and live out being a real life artist, uh, just more digitally, <laughs> which yeah. is awesome. Um, and really fun. But I think um, for anyone, like everyone is creative. I love that Josh said that. And it could be like you could be a really like analytical thinker and you could build these like amazing spreadsheets yeah. with crazy formulas and yeah. that can do all these like insane things that if you click enter it, like, I don't know, it like puts spits out this crazy yeah. data and like that's creative. Like you have to really think through what that yeah. will look like. And that's yeah. just a different form of creativity than I would ever know how to do. Right. Um, but tech people are creative. I mean, people are creative all the time. And I remember actually doing this, something similar to this exercise with people that I work with and um, our accounting people made these really, like I said, really incredible spreadsheets. And some of them would like put all these colors and stuff. And so it was really yeah. cool because they were yeah. able to build this amazing, spreadsheet that all of our hotels and people could use but it was their form of creativity and it yeah. looked nothing like mine but there was nothing wrong with it yeah um and so i think sometimes we like put creativity in a box and we feel like creative people are only artists and they're only people who can draw or sing or act or whatever it might be we put them in this box when like creativity is is 
everything. It's just yeah. how you look at it. Yeah. Um, and I think that is exciting. Um, I love being able to look at something mundane <laughs> and then do it like a completely different way. Yeah. My boss actually, she was saying, I was, um, I was trying to like sort through this document and like break down again. This was like a very analytical side of things, but I was trying to like break these things down in different categories and line all this stuff up. It was like torture for me, quite frankly. And so I was like breaking it out and trying to do it. And it was so funny because when I explained to her how I did it, cause she like couldn't quite understand. She was, she just like laughed and said, you are an artist like and that yeah. was all she had to say because she's like the way you broke this down is so different than a, like a typical analytical person yeah. like still the same thing like same data yeah but the way that i put it down on um, paper isn't <laughs> probably wasn't the easiest way but it was very different um and so so it's just funny how certain people look at things like they could look at the same information but it'd be very different to them yeah so i would say like if you want to be creative or you feel like you're just not first of all like I love what Josh said like declaring that you are creative right yeah. I think everyone wants to f- be creative yeah in some type of way and so it's beginning to say that that's possible for you and then I think it's great I think the next step is doing things that make you uncomfortable yeah right like creativity is all about trying something new and if it fails and you're like oh <laughs> and you keep on rolling or you keep on practicing till you get better and so I think it's just being able to push through some of that um just the uncomfortable feeling that sometimes creativity brings yeah. I know there are tons of things that I have to like as I've as I've been doing creative things, there are graphics that I want to create, but it takes a ton of thinking about how things should be layered, how things should sort of fall together, how it should go. And it's a ton of like mental work before I can even put like the actual like artist ability into it and the design ability. Um, And so finding those kind of things and pushing what you're uncomfortable in yeah um i think that i think that alone really boosts your creative side because it right creativity is like this expression and Mm. so i know for me when i'm creative like i feel like i get to express sides of me that i don't normally get to do and so like this could be a super um warm and inviting or bright and colorful or dark and eerie like i can create these different pieces and i feel like you know in every piece that i create um i mean there's a part of me in it right there's a piece of pride that comes with it when Mm. like it's a finished complete um piece and so yeah i just think if you are struggling in that area or you're totally creative like continue to push through the boundaries like what makes you uncomfortable if there are classes you want to take right now i'm i'm wrapping up um a certification in adobe illustrator and that's like totally stretched me because there is so much like the people who built it is they're brilliant like there's nothing that they haven't thought through and it's wild to me (laughs) like all of like how intricate it is and broken down and so like trying to learn these like right now because it's just certification like these very basic tools but you have to remember a hundred different things of how to get there or what to do I don't know it's just it's giving me such an appreciation but at the same time again tapping into those kind of that kind of class has inspired me to think things through deeper 
Yeah. Um, if I want to make this piece of art, like logistically, how do I make it? Yeah. And and I just think it's been really exciting, right? Yeah. I think the more you push yourself to be uncomfortable or to try something new, the more that creative aspect flows from you. Yeah. Um, just like you with the poetry. I know if someone asked me to write a poem, I would probably panic too, even yeah. being a creative person, right? Because that's not necessarily where I feel creative, but you never know. <laughs> right. So it's, again, it's just testing those boundaries and seeing what works and seeing what you're like, nope, that's not me not and that's happening. okay. Like, it's, yep. I don't, I don't sing. I love music and I like can remember lyrics like crazy, but I am a horrible singer. <laughs> so I own the lyric part and that's it. And then I don't, you know, but I don't make music or anything like that. I yeah. just enjoy it. But yeah. 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 And I just think, uh, you know, some easy practical steps, like if you're wanting to get into like graphic design or just making graphics, I had, we had went to our summer mission trip. Um, and one of the leaders at the base, he was like, he's like, dude, your shirts are so dope. And it was the boy shirt that um, Becca and I had made together for the mission trip. And he's like, man, like, did you like draw this? Did you design this? I was like, I wish I could pay full credit. I said, but we use a program called Canva. So a little plug here, if you want to make really sick graphics, t-shirt designs, whatever, Canva is like, you can make it as detailed and difficult, or you can make it as easy and streamlined mm -hmm. as possible. I use it at the church for creating all of um, the church's graphics and media. I know Becca uses it. Um, yeah, I think it's and... a great, like, it's great for, especially if you're a beginner, like using it. I mean, it's plug and play. And then when you want to make things more intricate, or or you just need a little bit of like, inspiration <laughs> so sometimes i will log on and just like look at different templates i'm like oh that's really cool yeah and then like i'll build a, like a completely different piece based on just being inspired by other pieces yeah um and so yeah you can build you can tear apart you can start from scratch i mean it's a really great site and the thing that i love honestly the most about canva is that um it gives you like when you're searching through photos they're all like high-res photos they're yeah for the most part free unless like they have some that you have to like if you have the membership you have access to and then they have like different elements and shapes and framed things and all, all this stuff um and it's really really cool because again you're talking about high quality um yeah. tools at yeah. your fingertips instead of having to like google and try to find the resolution and all of like the things um it's a it's a great great starting there, ground there's so many like yeah just again don't overcomplicate this like even in writing the book i'm writing i was like panicked because i'm like well, how do i even do this like what's the format amazing website called chapterly which completely lays out the book for you and then you basically just fill in all the info and it lays it mm -hmm. out literally the way a book's designed uh, so again a program that is out there someone's already invented it's amazing even for our podcast, people ask us all the time, like, man, you must have like a professional podcast studio. I'm like, literally, we sit at our kitchen table with a sure mic <laughs> plugged into my phone. Yeah. And then I maybe spend 10 minutes and post edit. Like, okay. that's that's it. And so, again, finding good stuff for where you're at. One day, maybe Beck and I will have a podcast studio or a better, you know, crazy professional setup. But right now, like, this sounds great. It works. Yeah. So, being a creative definitely doesn't mean to overcomplicate some. Sometimes it means to simplify. Yeah. Start baby steps. I mean, again, like this book, I thought, you know, wow, I mean, I have to write like a 300 page book, 20,000 words, like all this kind of stuff. And then I just like 
took a pause and I said, no, I'm just going to take a baby step. This will be a small little kind of step into my journey into maybe being an author and a poet. And so, yeah, being a creative, um, listen, if you're listening right now, if you are creative, uh, in fact, right now, I just pray that over every listener, like God would unlock that in your heart, in your mind, in your soul, that creativity would blossom in you like a beautiful flower. And that God would even now begin to reveal through visions, through dreams, um, that creative side of you. And so, uh, yeah, we can't wait to join you again around the table next week. We love you guys so much. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next Friday. See ya. 